the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Welcome to the prophetic voice of our time. I'm Joshua Sasso, and before we begin, we'd like to announce that starting September, the Sunday broadcast of the prophetic voice of our time will be moved from its current slot at 6.30 p.m. to an earlier slot at 5 p.m. Again, starting September, the Sunday broadcast of the prophetic voice of our time will be moved from 6.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Thank you very much. Let's go ahead and return to our regular broadcast. This weekend, Nancy Morgan is filling in for Pastor Christina as she talks about the importance of having a relationship with God. Thank you for tuning in. This is Nancy Morgan. You are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We are in a season of implementation. I want to talk with you today about the importance of a relationship with God. We were in a training session recently, and Pastor Chris was talking about her relationship with God. Pastor Chris used an example of her relationship with God. God asked her how she talked to her father on earth, and he told her to talk to him the same way. She did, and she has been in his presence for years. Her relationship with God has grown stronger over the years, and she never makes a move without getting her instructions from the Lord. She does not desire the praises of man, just the praises of God. She is diligent to follow his instructions. Because of her relationship with God and her desire to please him, she has traveled the world for him. She has gone to other nations to share her relationship with God. Because Pastor Chris takes the time to get directions from God, it has saved her life and the lives of others. I am so thankful that Pastor Chris has a relationship with God and is obedient to Him. Just think of all the people who would have missed their blessings if she were not obedient. People would not hear from God, get healed, and some would never know God. And I would have never had the opportunity to know God as well as the opportunities to sow in the kingdom of God. You have to have the heart of God to share him. When people have a different agenda, it's very obvious. They do not want to share him. They want to keep the revelation to themselves. Or they'll feed it to you one sermon at a time or make you pay for it in a book. Freely you receive, freely you give. You cannot hold a revelation from God. When he shares with you, it is for the benefit of his people and the glory of his name. He doesn't tell you things to make doctrines out of them or sell books. So it is very crucial that when you enter the mission field that you have this relationship with the Lord. Our main goal while we are on this earth is either to start a relationship with God or to maintain the one that you have now. What I mean by this is having a personal relationship with God. Getting to know God face to face. For instance, if you have a spouse, children, or a family, and every day what do you do? You communicate with one another, right? If you went for days at a time without speaking to each other, how would you know each other? It's the same way with God. You have to talk to him to know him. 
That is communication or communion with God. Communicating or talking with God is prayer. We don't know someone if we do not communicate with them. Now, hold on to that thought. I am part of an international ministry team at Freedom Fellowship Church, and we are known as the Sons of God Ministries when we travel. I have personally traveled with Pastor Christina and Mike Sasso to other countries. When we travel to other nations and hold conferences, we always have many opportunities to pray or prophesy to others. Prior to traveling, we prepare for the trip by talking with God and getting prayed up. I go into what I call the mission mode. I pray and seek for God's direction. I stay focused on what is the mission or reason that we are going to this specific nation for God. In other words, what works are we going to do? Remember, the anointing that you have in your life is for the benefit of God's people and the glory of His name. I always focus myself on the things of God. It is a privilege and an honor to go into the nations as a representative for the Lord. You are carrying the family name. It's a very serious business when you represent a king and you are carrying the authority of that name. We are representing the king and not just a king. We are representing the king of all kings. And with that in mind, there comes a lot of responsibilities. Pastor Chris taught me in the beginning of the ministry that when we traveled to other nations, that when we pray or prophesy to individuals, that this may be the first time they have heard a word from the Lord. That very word they hear can change their lives forever. It can mean the difference between life and death for some. And many of the people, young and old, need healing. When you ask if anyone would like prayer, not just a few come down to the front, the whole crowd comes. It's not just a few, it is hundreds and sometimes even thousands. The rooms are always filled to capacity and overflowing. I've never had a person that came down for prayer or a word from the Lord ask for selfish things. They are not the me, my, myself, and mine crowd. Some kids, they're asking for prayer because they want to live, and they want to get a chance to grow up and have a life like other kids. Their very lives are at stake. We take our time and we minister to them individually, no matter how long it takes. We don't stop until the Holy Spirit stops. We treat them just like God. You know, when God talks to us, he makes us feel like we are the only person in the world. And that's how we treat them. We let them know that they are important to God and take the time to minister to them on a one-to-one basis. We introduce many to the love of God. We want them to know that God is a loving God and to experience his love. God does not withhold any good thing from his people. You know, focus and obedience are very important. So, the other night at discipleship, Pastor Chris brought this to another level. God takes it very seriously, and we need to be very conscious of how we represent him and how we treat his people. I was reflecting on this, and this is what brings me to our discussion today. In 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, in part, it says, Do not look at his appearance, for God sees not as man sees. For a man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. It appears that we have two issues here, seeing through the eyes of God and heart issues. To effectively pray for someone else, you have to have the heart of God, see others through the eyes of God, and know the will of God. 
The only way to accomplish that is through a personal relationship with God. Saints just call God up. He has a phone number, and it's a hotline to heaven. And here is the phone number. It's Jeremiah 33, verse 3. He says, call. He says, call to me, and I'll answer you. And not only does he say to call, he said that he will answer, and that because you do have a relationship with him, that he will tell you about great and hidden things. You have to see like God to see his people through his eyes. Let's look at people from God's eyes. He did not make people for the world. He made the world for his people. He wants us to live in holiness, to be his children. He wants us to be seated in heavenly places in Christ. God sees a world of people who need salvation. He wants every person to stand in his grace and to live in his spiritual blessings. God had a great vision when he created the world and he created mankind. When he created you. Every person is the object of his love. He loves each person more than you love your own children. And he chose each person to bring them into the world for this particular time in history. No one is an afterthought. Each one results from God's forethought. He planned every individual. He's a good God. Even when he corrects you, it's in love. Now, let's go to the heart issues. How can we have the heart of God? In Acts 13, verses 22 through 23, King David followed God with all his heart. It's the core of everything he did. He had a desire to exalt the Lord. Heart issues. Do you desire to exalt the name of Jesus, or is it to show how anointed you are? Those are questions that you have to ask yourself. You can only give what you have. To minister for God and to know him and his will, heart, and desires, you have to know him. The only way to know him is to have an intimate relationship with him. Prayer is communication with God. It is intimacy with God. It increases your ability to know the mind of God, his character, his heart, his plans and desires. And when you pray to God, you're also ministering to him with adoration, praise and worship. Prayer will allow you to hear the voice of God and to receive direction from him to be a powerful spiritual warrior. God desires a relationship so much with you. Did you know that he placed a want ad? His advertisement is in Ezekiel 22, verse 30. In part, he said that he sought for a man that could stand in the gap before him, but he found none. When you pray or talk, that communication with God directs your paths and orders your steps. Prayer builds a hedge of protection around you as well as the people you minister to. It gives you the power and the dominion over the works of the enemy. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. It gives you the authority to change circumstances and situations in the lives of people and in world situations. It causes the will of God to be fulfilled. You are literally receiving the blessings for the benefit of God's people and the glory of his name. When there seems to be no answer, we are the answer. We are the answer to every situation on earth. God gave us dominion on this earth. Remember, he leased it to us. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. God doesn't answer prayers until they're prayed. Prayer is the only way to get God's power released in your life. Daniel was a praying man, and he was thrown into the lion's den because his prayers pierced the darkness. 
Elijah also prayed, and fire fell from heaven. What you do on the ground in prayer is what God can do in the heavens. Jesus had a powerful prayer life. He talked with God all the time. And it was after his visits with his father that signs and wonders happened. Answer prayers are not a miracle. It's a law. Remember, there are two kinds of law, natural law and spiritual law. Example, when you take an ice tray and fill it with water and put it in the freezer, if the temperature is 32 degrees or less, the water will turn into ice. That's not a miracle. It's natural law. Then there's spiritual law. It's the only thing that can happen. When you meet God's conditions in prayer, you will get the answers. When you have a personal relationship with God, you will not be self-righteous or judgmental, and you will not operate independently of God in your own strength, knowledge, or abilities. You will totally depend on the leading of the Holy Spirit. You will pray for others by the leading of God, and you will only say what God says. You will not add to the Word of God or take away from the Word of God. The people that you are praying for need to hear from God, not your opinion. Besides, your opinions are just that, an opinion. What the people need is a word from the Lord that will deliver them, heal them, guide them, and for some, change the course of their lives. The Holy Spirit is going to guarantee that the work gets done. The power that created the universe, the power that raised the dead, is activated in your life. And when you speak the word of God in prayer from God, it's the guarantee. When you are ministering to others, you are representing God. You are representing the king. God's name is a reflection of his reputation, character, and authority. It is very important that you represent God as a good God. It is equally as important how you treat his people. Remember, you have an audience of one. In Revelation 5, verse 10, it says, You have made them to be a kingdom of priests and to serve our God, and they will reign on earth. Saints, that's us. God's will is always. God's will is good. God's will for his people is that they know him. And in 1 Timothy 2, verses 3 through 4, God our Savior desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. The only way that you can pray or prophesy to others is to know God. You must know him intimately, his heart, his will, his ways, and see his people through his eyes. You must only speak the word that he is giving you. He says very plainly that it is his word that will not return void, not yours. You know, God made the heart of man for himself, and the heart of man finds no true rest until it rests in God. And he is the only one who knows the heart of man. The only way to know him is to have a personal relationship with him. You can only give what you have. If you don't know love, you can't give love. You can't release healing if you don't know the healer. And you can't give prophecy if you don't know the prophet, Jesus. Now that we are born again, it is easy to talk to God. When you are in the mission field, you have to be able to hear God even in the midst of a crowd. It is crucial that you hear so you can adjust accordingly. When you are in the mission field, it is God's children you are ministering to. Though you are prepared in every way, it is God's plan and it is subject to change at any time. Remember, it's about God and his people.
He has something he wants to say and something he wants to do. You can't change with God when He changes if you do not know Him. That is why the relationship is so crucial. You have to know Him so you will not be swayed by other voices. You do not have to earn a relationship with God. Jesus paid it all. You do not have to rush at the doors of heaven. All you have to do is enter in. He is waiting for you. You are not waiting for Him. Now that you are born again, it's easy to talk to God. Go into the presence of God and leave your list behind. Do not tell Jesus you love Him to get something. When you're in love, you don't need any reassurance. If you know that Jesus is God, then trust Him. Go to God and get in His presence and find out what He wants instead of telling Him what you want. Never underestimate the power of one moment in the presence of God. Thirty seconds can change your life. Thirty seconds can change the life of someone else. His presence is like manna. Every time you're in His presence, there is fresh revelation, there is change, and there is results. The Holy Spirit was sent by the Father at the request of Jesus. The Holy Spirit was not sent to be our additional help. He is God. He created the universe. He is the heart and the miracle of Christianity. Is there anything too great for Him? What can be accomplished in this world when we lay down the me, my, myself, and mine? When we lay down our agendas and raise up God's agendas? We cannot keep trying old ways and expecting new results. A lot of times, someone does something a certain way and God moves, and then people think that doing that again will get the same results. God is not in a box, and you can't ever second-guess God in what He will do or how He will move and minister to His people. You need to be in this relationship with Him so that you will know Him and hear His voice, so you can follow His directions. What Jesus did by the Holy Spirit in John seven verse thirty-nine: the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without limit. Jesus did not do anything without the Holy Spirit. He did not do anything without counseling with God. He stayed in the intimate relationship that brings results. Without the Holy Spirit, no one can do anything to bring the power down. If you belong to Jesus, you must be imitators of Jesus. If Jesus did it, you must do it. If He said it, you can have it. From the beginning, Jesus is one with the Holy Spirit. In Luke 1, verse 35, it says, "The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God." Jesus was with the Holy Spirit from birth, and all his life was spent with the Holy Spirit. So when we are born again from the beginning of our new spiritual birth, we must be with the Holy Spirit. He is God's presence on earth in our lives. It is the Holy Spirit that makes the body of Christ together its living elements. We, the Church, are God's dynamic force on earth. Jesus said in John chapter eight twenty-eight through twenty-nine that He did nothing on His own, but spoke what the Father told Him to speak. He said that the One who sent Him was with Him. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases Him. Jesus was not a one-man show. Jesus healed a blind man, and he did not take God's glory. He called it the work of God. 
Jesus is not a soloist. He's a team player. No member of the Trinity ever acts independently. So why do you think that you can function independent of God? All miracles in this world are the evidence of the hand of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, God in the flesh, was dependent on the Father and the Spirit. So just as Jesus was, you are. He was the instrument of the Spirit, and the Spirit was the instrument of the Father. In Luke chapter 4, verse 1, the picture of the Christ of the Spirit, the Spirit directing him, represents God's idea for all who love him. It depicts God's plans for the church, the church which is the body. In Ephesians chapter 1, 22 through 23, it says, What Christ was in bodily form, the church is now. When you act independent of the Holy Spirit, your efforts will fall flat. You must discern between egotism, arrogance, presumption, and dependent faith in God. God is not a respecter of man. The manifestation of the Spirit is not just for the pastors or the elders of the church. He is for the common good of the church. In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13, it says, We were all baptized by one Spirit into one body, and we are all given the one Spirit to drink. The whole church needs to work together and move together in the same direction. The church body is responsible for preserving the unity, and the Holy Spirit is the unifying element. God's plan of expansion and help is by the Holy Spirit. You have his presence by the simple act of faith and going into the presence of God. You do not have to break through spiritual barriers to get to him. You don't need to seek God. He's not lost. You just have to speak to him. He is waiting on you. I hope that you can see the importance of a relationship with God if you do not have one now. It is never too late. You can feel your spiritual emptiness today. If you have a relationship with God, continue to spend time with God. Make time for him, for he is the key to everything. Saints, for this current move of God and the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, you will need to do with your life and resources what God wants done in this world if you desire to have a heart like God's. God wants something to happen in this world. He is allowing you to do some of his work on earth as vehicles to transfer his message to the hearts of the whosoevers who will receive it. The highest compliment that you can give to God is to believe and receive so what he wants for you will manifest in your lives for the benefit of his people and the glory of his name. And one of the greatest compliments that God can give back to you is that you have a heart just like God. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you that when you were dreaming up the universe, that you were dreaming about us, that we are not afterthoughts, but we are forethoughts. You thought of us before the creation of time. Everything you did was all about us. You were so excited thinking about us and the relationship that you would have with us that you did your very best. Miracles were flowing, and you created the greatest tapestry in the sky. Your creation is awesome, just like you, our Creator. I thank you that you had it all planned, and you are so gracious to include us in your plan. 
Thank you for creating us for an appointed time, such a time as this. I decree that everyone that is listening to this broadcast today will see each other in a different light, that they will see that every person is important to you because you see us as priests and kings, that today Christians will treat each other how you see them, with love, and when they are around each other, they will bring out the best in each other. I decree that each one will sell in their hearts today to start or continue their relationship with you, that they will set time aside for you, that they will have you so that they can give you to others, that they will realize that they are an answer to the world because you are our answer. I decree restoration, deliverance, and healing to be on the households of those that are listening today. I call the wayward children home. And, Father God, my greatest desire is that we would all have a heart just like yours. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. If you'd like to join us at one of our Sunday services, our services start at 1030, and our address is 8419 Callahan Road. That is in the 78230 zip code. We also have a Wednesday night prayer service that starts at 630. You can contact us at SOGMI.org or call us at 210-396-7891. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.